Ah, welcome back. Another edition of the only show devoted to just underdogs in college football and the NFL from BetUS TV. It is Three Dog Thursday. I am the somewhat capable host. Handicappers are back, including looky here. Marcus Johnson comes back for a second week on Three Dog Thursday. Congratulations on a two and one week last week in the NFL. As you are back aboard on the show, good to have you, my friend, for another week. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was fun. I love that, especially that Vikings game. (laughs) Yes. My gosh, you had them all the way with the Vikings and the Bills. Good Lord. Uh, Flash is here. You see Flash on all of the football, the world sport coverage, the soccer coverage. Uh, Flash makes another appearance here on Three Dog Thursday. Good to have you for another episode. Thank you very much. How did Marcus only go two and one when every dog hit last week in the NFL? Oh, yeah, chill like, out. Chill a, out. A few, of them, <laughs> a few of them did come through. All right, we need to tout ourselves just a little bit here on the program. The host was three for three. Thank you, Ole Miss. Marcus may have been laughing at my Iowa Hawkeyes <laughs> pick, but how about the Hawkeyes winning at home in college football with Michigan? And then yes. I was able to get dog number three with another outright win by the Pittsburgh Steelers over the New New Orleans Saints from last week. Marcus was right. two and one. The two of us were five and one as tag yeah. team partners, Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. Last week we on dominated. the show with the underdogs, my man. We dominated. We should have put all of our bankroll on all of those plays. We'd be, we wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't be here. That's correct. We would be somewhere else. Flash, by the way, wants to send a quick video message on the success that he had last week. You had a couple of parlays working, one involving my Tom Brady-led Buccaneers uh, in yeah. Munich with a win over the Seahawks. Would you like to just show visually the Three Dog Thursday audience how good the picks were last week on the show? Somebody has made, a, how shall we say, an ornamental purchase, uh, courtesy of yeah, how well a memento of how good did. it was on the, uh, yeah. on the certain bets last you week. You need to you need to give it a little more time and say that you're contemplating picks again for this week and uh, waiting to see if things will be much better. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the next show. time I come on, if I come on next week, I can put another one here. Like, and <laughs> have a couple of them with those. All right. So anyway, enough fooling around. Let's get to the particulars of the show. First of all, thank you for finding us. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you hit subscribe down below. Share it out. Yeah. We're here doing the underdog thing every Thursday, college football and the NFL all the way through the seasons. Uh, again, you've got the option of picking all college, all NFL, or some combination therein. Just have to get at least two correct for our handicappers to come back. That's why Marcus is back for another week. Uh, m- much less get all three correct if that is the case. You have also got a, pr- a chance to participate in the show as well. Right down below us in the comments section, give us three underdogs that you like. Again, college, NFL, or some combination. Make those three underdog selections if you are the first if you are the first to get all three correct you've got a chance to go into our merchandise store at betus.com slash three dog thursday and pick out a shirt pick out a sweatshirt pick out a mug whatever you like just for getting three underdogs correct the disclaimer again marcus loves this when i bring it up do not edit your picks if you edit the picks on the youtube comments below we can't tell when you did that so don't do that just make your picks let them stand for this weekend underdogs only college football nfl some combination 
first one that gets them all correct, you've got a chance to go in the merchandise store. By the way, you guys can go in that merchandise store right now, pick out a shirt, pick out a sweatshirt, pick out a mug, any of the merchandise, a bag, any of the stuff you see there with BetUS Three Dog Thursday on it, you can purchase that. One more thing, uh, we've got a Thanksgiving giveaway that is still ongoing with the scavenger hunt from BetUS. Check out the link down below mm -hmm. and find out more about the scavenger hunt where you, yes, you, could win a thousand dollar Thanksgiving feast. How did Marcus and Flash? How did we not make out on this? A thousand dollar Thanksgiving yeah. feast can be yours. Be one of the first ones to get all five scavenger hunt items, and then get drawn out as the winner for the feast. A one thousand dollar value. Go to the link down below. You'll see it in the description down below. Find out more. Sign up if you've not signed up. Participate in the scavenger hunt. Maybe you're going to win Thanksgiving on us at BetUS. With all of that out of the way, are you boys ready? Enough? Yeah. Enough with okay. the promos. Yes. Enough with Let's the disclaimers. Go. The peeps are going, where Where are the underdogs? <laughs> Let us begin. And I had a 2-0 week last week in college football. I am 6-1. Looky here. I am 6-1 six six one the last one. four weeks in college football. So right away, I'm going to a college football underdog, and it's in the SEC. I'm here in the state of Florida where the Florida Gators have found themselves a little bit with back-to-back -back wins at Texas A&M last week while I was in Germany with the Buccaneers, the Gators wiped out South Carolina. Now they go on the road to play Vanderbilt, who had not won an SEC game. I believe this is correct. I'm looking here in my notes and all of my stuff. They had not won an SEC game uh, going back to the Richard Nixon administration. Okay, it hadn't been quite that long, but let's just say it had been a while for, for Vanderbilt. I believe it was some 24 Southeastern Conference Yikes. games since they had won one. They won one last week at Kentucky. Here they get 14 points at home. Vanderbilt has a couple of covers as a double-digit underdog already this season. They were getting 17 last week against Kentucky at Kentucky and won the game outright. Guys, I've honed in on this a couple of times, including last week with Ole Miss against Alabama. Too many points mm -hmm. for the SEC home doggy. I will take Vanderbilt. I don't know that Vanderbilt wins this game. I'm thinking a little Florida regression. I like the Commodores in this situation. Give me the 14 points. It's an early game, too, an 11 a.m. local time game, noon Eastern time game on Saturday. I will take Vanderbilt in this one. Guys, I don't know if you have any thought, Marcus, any thought on Vandy, which is usually a doormat. I mean, usually they're terrible in the SEC. But I like a little late. They've been playing better football the last couple of weeks. I like a little late season uh, play hard, play tough at the end of the year, and just keep this game close, Marcus. Yeah, I mean, really, my only comment is Jay Cutler. I haven't watched a Vanderbilt game since Jay Cutler <laughs> played there, so maybe they'll win, maybe they won't. Well, Who knows? They have, there hasn't been a reason to watch a Vanderbilt game uh, for a while on this. Exactly. Uh, they've got a new coach this year, uh, but they, they've been better. They've won four games already this okay. year. It's not as if they're completely inept, but give me Vanderbilt as game number one out of the Southeastern Conference as a double-digit under Underdog. All right, these guys are going to stick to the NFL. And Flash, I'm coming to you right away for an underdog selection, and it's right here on Three Dog Thursday. It's on Thursday night at Lambeau Field. The Tennessee Titans, who were winners last week with Ryan Tannehill back at quarterback, taking on the Green Bay Packers off their crazy win in overtime over the Cowboys. Flash, why do you like Tennessee in this instance for Thursday night football and an underdog? First of all, I've taken them on the money line as well at plus 144, 145. Uh, AFC South sitting at the top, six and three. And these are a dangerous playoff side who 
in any matchup are going to be very, very competitive. Let me just give you some numbers. And obviously, we know we want to talk about Derek Henry. We've got Ryan uh, Tannehill coming back. But the Packers give up a hundred, an average of 140 yards mm. on the ground. And they've got the number one running back in, in football, in world football, coming yeah. into town also that... There's that question marks about, obviously, uh, Aaron Rodgers, right thumb. That's his throwing hand. Now, on the other side, for a bit of balance, yeah, Tennessee give up around 249 yards. But to throw the ball, you're going to have to establish the run. Titans allow 89. I think they've got this really skew with because plus three, I, 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 as I say, I've taken them on the money line at plus 144, plus 145. I think the Titans are a different class. They scared the life out of the Chiefs. And the Chiefs were at full throttle. I mean, it was it was basically overtime. They got Correct. done. They are a massive danger to anyone in a mm-hmm. one-off game, home or away in the playoffs. And this will just cement them at the top of the AFC South. So for me, I think Tannehill and Henry go in and they run. And listen, the Packers are smashed to pieces on both sides of the ball. And then this powerhouse comes in. Yeah, listen, the past three is for those who just want a little bit of comfort seeing what obviously Rodgers managed to do last week but I think that the opposition last week invited him they were 14 points down and they won in overtime for me just give me the Titans money line at around plus 145 about that and the Cowboys had a 14 point Mm -hmm. lead in the fourth quarter let's not forget Marcus is this a situation where uh, Green Bay's on the train tracks and here comes the freight train Derek Henry Flash believes that what do you think Yeah, I do agree with that. And I think that Vegas is a little bit too high on the Green Bay Packers this week. After what happened last week, I think a lot of people are thinking like, oh, the Packers are going to go on a run, all this kind of stuff. Now, I think Derrick Henry is going to run all over them. All right, so that's the Thursday night game. Flash says, give me those Tennessee Titans to keep rolling along now. Tannehill off the bad ankle is back playing. Let's see what happens on Thursday night football in that one. Good luck, Flash. Hope you're a winner right away here on Three Dog Thursday. Let's continue in round one. Again, three rounds of this. Marcus, you're going to be up a a first-time pick for you here in this situation. What do you like and why in the NFL? So here's a little stat. Through week 10, underdogs of three plus points are 58 and 31 for a 65% ATS, right? So you're giving me nine and a half points. Yeah, you're giving me nine and a half points uh, with a Browns team that can run the ball. They keep the Bills off the field. Um, This actually is a pick of a more of an indictment on the Bills instead of an endorsement on the on the Browns. Uh, I think the Bills have been playing, you know, pretty poorly the last few games. Josh Allen's giving the ball to the other team. I just think that uh, my boy Nick Chubb is going to get that rock. He's going to pound it. And I think they're going to keep this game close until the end. Marcus, Marcus, I was in Germany this past weekend with the Buccaneers, so I only got to see the highlights and the clips of what what happened at the end of the <laughs> Buffalo game with Minnesota where it's uh, like here take yes. it over and over again take the game from us at home what happened to Buffalo last well, week and you think it may have a carryover here I, I do I do so it, you know that fourth an 18 play where uh, Justin Jefferson just snatched that ball from the heavens yeah <laughs> and then Josh Allen in the end zone, fumbles the ball for recovery. How? <laughs> he, How? So he did How does this, that happen? He did this last year against the Titans, actually. Uh, the, the Titans were going to 
lose that game, Josh Allen fumbles. Sorry, the Bills are going to win the game. Josh Allen fumbles. The Titans recover and game over. Josh Allen does this type of stuff. He likes to give the ball to the other team, and I think it's going to happen a little bit this game. I think I think the Bills are still a better team. They're going to win, but I think the Browns can keep it close. Okay, so one variable, we need to explain this for Three Dog Thursday purposes, that's the locked-in number that Marcus is taking as yep. we release the show because the number may go up or down because, kids, they're expecting between three and five feet of snow <laughs> in western New York starting on, like, late Thursday night into mm. Saturday and maybe beyond. Mm. There is talk. We don't know this while we're doing Three Dog Thursday, but there's talk. They might move this game from Buffalo to Detroit and indoor Ford Field. They actually did that in the 2014 season for a Bills-Jets game. Same scenario. They knew a huge blast snowstorm was coming, and they said, everybody get out of town and go play the game of all places yeah. in the Motor City <laughs> in Detroit. So again, Marcus and Flash and I don't know that while we're doing mm -hmm. Three Dog Thursday here. That could affect the line, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the bottom line is, Marcus is getting a 9.5 price on the Cleveland Browns and he thinks the Brownies will be able to cover against the Buffalo Bills to yeah. wrap up uh, round number one. Flash, I saw you shaking your head no. <laughs> three feet What's of up? snow. If they if they play in Buffalo in three feet of snow, nine and a half points is a lot of points Thank for Cleveland. You. If that's, yeah, it's if not going to be three is. and a half feet of snow on the ground, though, on the pitch. True. Uh, listen, back to back, this is the number one side in football, uh, potentially on the offense, but definitely on D, and they've gone back to back. I'm like, no, come on now. Single two run game. I, I think they win by double digits. Um, I, I just cannot have anything other than the Bills bouncing back because they, they need to now because obviously what the Finns are doing in the AFC East. So for me, uh, it's all about the Bills. I think the Bills will really put them in their place. All right. So there's disagreement mm -hmm. there, Marcus, on your mm -hmm. pick. I should say to the audience, there's agreement between Flash and Marcus coming up in round number two. Okay. Speaking right. of right. round number two, let's get to that on Three Dog Thursday. I'll go back to college football. Speaking of snow, speaking of cold, it may be nasty in Laramie, Wyoming on Saturday night. The battle in the Mountain West for a spot in the Mountain West championship game is up for grabs. Final home game of the year for the Wyoming Cowboys, who have not lost at home this season, playing the Boise State Broncos, who right now have been on a roll, at least offensively. Um, they've won six of their final seven games here down the stretch. So these two are meeting in a Saturday night game in Laramie. Going to be cold, going to be maybe some, some snowfall in this game. And I'm getting 14 at home with Wyoming. Now, the one question mark is the Wyoming starting quarterback, uh, Paisley, has got a concussion. He is in concussion protocol. Again, as we do Three Dog Thursday, it's not clear whether he can play. The backup played in their win over Colorado State last week, threw a second-half touchdown to help them win. I don't know as I'm making this pick if this is the backup or not. All I know is I like 14 points here. I think that's too many at home for a Wyoming team that has covered twice as a double-digit underdog including one time at home earlier this year. They have a couple of other losses as a double-digit underdog, but they've covered twice. I believe in them here. A bit of an obscure game. Still, yeah. it's Western football. Give me Wyoming. Marcus, I see you nodding and smiling here for a second. <laughs> uh, this will be interesting in uh, in Laramie. Senior night, final home game. Maybe Wyoming plays with some more emotion. Yeah. We'll find out. Any quick thought here before we move on? Well, yeah, you're just. this is super into the weeds here. But like you said, it's a lot of points. <laughs> 
It's 14 points. Uh, you know, at home, yeah, I, I agree with you on this one. Uh, I'll give on it to senior you. night, we'll find yeah. out how that one goes uh, for Wyoming and Boise State in the Mountain West Saturday night. That's a five Mountain Time, seven Eastern Time game on Saturday evening on the schedule of all the lists. Okay, as I mentioned in round two, there's going to be some agreement, and here it is for both nice. Marcus and Flash. It's going to be the Carolina Panthers getting 13 and a half. Now, Flash, we should say in your absence last week, Marcus was all over the Panthers last yep. Thursday night for Three Dog Thursday. They get yes, the outright sir. win at home against the Atlanta <laughs> Falcons. Now this is a matchup with the Baltimore Ravens. I'll let Flash go first. Why do you like the Panthers who are going back to Baker Mayfield? Injury to P.J. Walker at quarterback. Baker Mayfield is back. Why do you like the Panthers in so many points here at Baltimore who's really good? First of all, because of the overreaction of uh, P.J. Walker being out, so then uh, Baker Mayfield comes in. Let me just give you some numbers. The Ravens averaging 26 uh, points, uh, giving up 21.8, so basically giving up 22 points. Mm-hmm. We're looking at plus 13.5 here now. Uh, okay, but the Panthers <laughs> have scored 80 points in the last three games. Home and away, they've put up 80 points, okay? And the big one for me is the Ravens have allowed an average of 278 yards through the air. Yeah, obviously, they'll stop the run. And the other thing also with the with the Ravens is the, there's a big questions about Mark Andrews because the main weapon is obviously going to be him down the seams but and also going to have to have the run game. Gus Edwards, questionable as well. For me, the home side, I think, do win the game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers pulled up a big shock, but I think they win the game. But the W is so important to them that, and they've given up more big leads and they've given up more winning positions than any other side with a plus 500 record. So for me, the Ravens probably do win, but 13 and a half, no right. chance, and right. no chance whatsoever. Um, I think they push them, push them close because since uh, McCaffrey and that left. This Panthers side have been together. And remember what they did when they went up against the Bucs. Please don't remind me. Please you don't remind me of that. I was in a good mood up until now. And you're reminding me about Panthers 21, yeah, Buccaneers you've got, you've 3. You've got to have that yeah. balance, TJ. You've got to have that balance. But for me, I, I'm like, I look at so many. All the evidence tells me that 13 and a half points with this side that have scored 80. Keep that in your mind. In the last mm-hmm. three games. They've scored 80 points. Okay, so that's an average of around 26 and a half. If if they just regress to 20, are you telling me that the the, the uh, Ravens are going to put up 34? No, because if they get a lead, they're going to sit on it because they they're need the W more no, than they do. Uh, I, I, backdoor cover, anything can happen. I can yep. see them being maybe 17 up. They get a garbage touchdown. They win the game by 10 or maybe nine, but not 14. All right, so Flash gave us a lot there. Deonta Foreman is the running back that's replaced Christian McCaffrey. He has run the ball well, Marcus, in this uh, three- or four-game stretch here since McCaffrey was traded away. Why are you believing in the Panthers? Is it also along the same lines as Flash? Too many points here? Yes, Flash and I don't agree on too many things, but we 100% agree on this. I think that the Ravens offense is predicated on the run, right? So even if they do get a lead, all they're going to do is continue to run the ball. I believe that Mark Andrews will be back. I think Gus Edwards is going to be back as well. But still, like, they're not going to blow out 
the the Panthers. The Panthers' defense is pretty good. I think Baker Mayfield is going to be able to get in there and hold his own. It, like like Flash said, they they're giving them too many points now because Baker Mayfield's in. It's not like PJ Walker is Tom Brady or or Aaron Rodgers or anything like that. You know, it's Baker Mayfield. I think he can do the same type of things that PJ Walker does. And I just don't think that this is going to be a blowout. They can't. And there's an argument here that Mayfield is auditioning for another team. Exactly. Carolina's not bringing him yeah. back because they've already fired the coach. He's in the final year of a deal. They traded for him for this year. It didn't work there. So he may showcase a little bit. He may show out yeah. a little bit down the stretch of the season when he gets a chance. Uh, again, Andrews, the tight end, has had a bad knee. He's had a bad shoulder. The, the Ravens had an off week this past week to try to rest him up. As we mm-hmm. do Three Dog Thursday, we don't know uh, the status of Andrews. We'll find that out. These guys are undaunted, though. They are together. Flash yes. and Marcus say yes. Carolina Panthers to close out round number two on Three Dog Thursday. Give and me the DJ Moore points. to get any time touchdown. Yeah, DJ oh, okay. Moore has been an excellent He's receiver for them as flying. well. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll see if that continues. I mean, Lamar is electric. I saw him at field level against the Buccaneers, but it's not just him. He's got to have weapons to throw to, and can Carolina hang in? The boys say yes. They believe that Carolina will. All right, final round, three rounds of underdogs here, and I'm going to go to the NFL, and actually, Marcus... You get more agreement. I don't know whether this makes you happy or this horrifies you, but the (laughs) host is going to agree with you on Monday night football with the Arizona Cardinals and the San Francisco 49ers. All right, so I'll be benevolent, first of all, and say, why do you like the Cardinals at home Monday night with San Francisco? Both teams coming off a win. Why do you like this spot here where you get the nine and a half? Well, sticking with the theme that I gave for the stat, uh, the three plus points, uh, the ATS, underdogs against the spread, I, I, they're getting, they're getting nine and a half more points, you know, like it, or ten and a half more points, yeah, because it's wait, no, no, sorry, they're getting six and a half more points, sorry, because it's nine point five, nine and a half. I just mm-hmm. think I just think that the Cardinals they're kind of getting it together after last week they played pretty well uh, the 49ers they're more of like a ground and pound team now they have super good weapons on the outside receiver you know they have uh, George Kittle and they have um, Debo Samuels but they're not throwing them the ball anymore uh, Kyle Shanahan he does not want Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball so they're going to run it so even if they do get a lead it's not going to be a blowout they're just going to sit on it they're going to run the ball they're going to run the ball Christian McCaffrey um, uh, Isaiah Mitchell um, it's just it's just not going to be a blowout. It's not. All right. I got a couple of numbers here as well. Obviously, the Cardinals won uh, last week outright at L.A. with Colt McCoy, the backup. Again, another injury disclaimer. Mm-hmm. We don't know if Kyler Murray is playing in this game Monday night. It's going to go all the way through the weekend before we know if he can give it a shot or will McCoy be the quarterback again. But Arizona has already won as an underdog with the Saints on Thursday night football. I had them at the beginning of Three Dog Thursday back in September, the very beginnings of the season, against Philadelphia. I think they were a six-point underdog. They covered uh, in that instance, even though Philadelphia won the game. I like going back to them here because I'm not believing as much in the 49ers ability to score like what you were saying. I mean, look at how much trouble they kicked field goal after field goal after field goal Sunday night against the Chargers instead of putting that game away. Mm -hmm. So you and I are in agreement here on Monday Night Flash. A quick thought. We're going to get to one final underdog from you, but a quick thought here on the Monday night game that Marcus and I agree on, on Arizona to hang in as a large doggy. Any thought? Yeah, I'm I'm so uh, I'm so positive on the 49ers, but I couldn't go 
against you both here. I think nine and a half is too many yeah, points because many points. I cannot rely on the 49ers to blow anyone out. And again, after the 49ers, remember they were four and four. Now they've got a winning uh, record and they, it's all about the W for them. The only one worry I would have is there's obviously there's no Zach Ertz. He's out. Yeah, Marcus correct. Brown, he's on IR. Mm-hmm. And if you have then Kyler Murray going against, no Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy is going to be absolutely scared stiff so listen I just think nine and a half you're right I think it's too many points but I still want to be with the 49ers to win the game yeah 49ers pass rush is outstanding so we know that and is it if it's Colt McCoy if Murray is a little more mobile we'll see Marcus a final thought before we move on yeah I was going to say also, this is a neutral site division rivalry game, right? So it's going to be close. Usually these games, especially in the AFC, the NFC East, or sorry, the NFC West, these games are usually pretty close. Each year, these teams play twice a year. They know each other really well, and, and, and they, keep these things, they keep these things tight. And to your point, they will play the final game of the season in Week 18. That'll be the rematch game if it matters for San Francisco to win the division. Can the Cardinals get back in the wild card hunt? So the final game is against San Francisco in San Francisco when these two would meet again. Marcus and I, however, say give us the Cardinals on Monday night. So that means in round number three, there is one underdog left. It belongs to Flash. It is in the NFL. What's this? I see the Chicago Bears are on your ledger. Tell me more about the Bears against the Dirty Birds in Atlanta. What do you like, Flash? Uh, First of all, I don't like the fact that obviously uh, the Falcons had to upheaval, go to Germany, get beat, totally unprepared. Then they come back. And the big thing, again, I got this game as a pick'em. All the numbers say that this game should be a pick'em. So what they're saying is that the Falcons are a three-point home favourite. Can't have it. The Falcons average 23.2 points. The Bears are 21.7. But the Falcons give up 25 and the Bears give up 24. So everything tells you that this is going to go down to the last play mm. of the game. Also, I have Justin Fields of his passing ability and his rushing ability over what the Falcons can offer. Mm. And then I say to myself, OK, who, who has a little bit more nastiness and grit about them in the trenches? I've got to go with the Bears D. So, again, from a pick you're going to give me three points. I was looking. They might even hang the hook and three and a half. I see it as a last possession ball game. But I see worst case scenario is I get done by three and it's a push. Well, and Justin Fields, Marcus, has shown legs, has shown wheels, including another 61-yard touchdown last week. And the Falcons may be regressing here. They had gotten some wins. They lost the Thursday night game 10 days ago. Remember, Cincinnati destroyed them a couple of weeks back, too. Uh, Any thought here on Atlanta going backwards, Marcus, on, on Flash's pick here? Well, see, Flash is saying that he likes the Bears' defense. I'm not sure about that. Without Roquan, and I can't remember the other player that they traded. Um, Robert Quinn is the Robert other one. Quinn. Robert there Quinn and Roquan Smith were yeah. traded away, right? Yeah, that defense isn't as good as it was before the season started, and is and it wasn't even good at that time, right? So they're they're lacking two of their best players, two really really high end defensive players. I don't think that defense is going to be able to hold up against the run from the Atlanta Falcons. 
So we got disagreement there. Now, he, yep. he was agreeing with you on Carolina, and now you're not agreeing with him on Chicago here <laughs> yeah. in this matchup. That's what Three Dog Thursday is about. So right. Spirit of uh, discussion on the underdogs. Up. Flash is undaunted. Flash says, give me the Bears. Bear down, Chicago Bears. <laughs> He's going to bear down. Take the They're three points. Teams, so remember He's that. Falcons. I do know that. And uh, and obviously, and obviously uh, Chicago realizes that Minnesota's about to run away with it. Uh, right now, you got to start winning some games if you have any hope to hang around. Green Bay realizes the same thing uh, here at this stage. So Flash says, give me the Bears here in this instance. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, by means of recap, before we are done, let's go over all of the different picks that we have. Uh, there again, as you see, uh, Marcus is in agreement with me to close out round number three. All right, so again, by means of uh, recap, you will see here for this week, on Three Dog Thursday that I'm taking Vanderbilt in the SEC and the Wyoming Cowboys. Flash has the Titans on Thursday night. He and Marcus in agreement on the Panthers. Marcus and I in agreement on the Arizona Cardinals coming up for Monday night football. Got to wait all the way till Monday night to find out if we're able to come through with three underdogs for this week. A couple of other college games real quick. I mean, there wasn't really another NFL game other than the ones that we covered that would probably be that big. But guys, as we come back here and wrap it up, a couple of other college games of interest. I looked at the Bedlam game. It's known as the Bedlam game, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. Oklahoma State's getting seven or seven and a half at Oklahoma, who's just five and five. I just can't trust Oklahoma State, Three Dog Thursday audience. I don't know what I'm getting there. Am I getting the Oklahoma State Cowboys that beat Texas earlier this year? Or am I getting the guys that got destroyed by Kansas State? I don't know what I'm getting with Oklahoma State, so I stayed away from them in that game. And the Battle of Los Angeles is going on this weekend. USC, UCLA. I took a long look, Flash and Marcus, at UCLA in the Rose Bowl, plus two. I just can't get past Marcus. They were horrific at home and lost to Arizona, who's bad last week, the Bruins. I can't back them against a really good USC team in this game, so I stayed away from Three Dog Thursday. Those are just two other games to watch. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, USC, UCLA, they're playing rivalry games this weekend. I thought I would mention them for Three Dog Thursday uh, purposes. All right, anything else, guys? Flash, anything in closing here before we're done on the program? Yeah, World Cup uh, shows start Friday, 4 o'clock Eastern. Cannot wait. We'll be covering four games per show. There'll be two shows back-to-back every two days. So we'll be giving you the lines and our tips and all of our selections and our faults two days in advance. So it gives you plenty of time to beat the lines. All right, so let me tell you, being in Munich last week, it was equal, uh, I would say, that the NFL optimism, enthusiasm was there, but they are already jacked right now yes. for the World Cup in Germany. And why yes. not? Because they're yes. perennially one of the favorites. So the, the continent of Europe is alive and electric for the World Cup, and you guys are going to be all over it on Fridays, uh, coming up tomorrow with the debut World Cup show at 4 Eastern time. Marcus, we catch you on a lot of the different vignettes on the NFL channel. Of course, you've been with us on Three Dog Thursday. What else in closing? my friend before we're gone no i'm gonna backflash on that world cup we're gonna have the world cup nfl nba hockey all at the same time like this is crazy never before happened in my life and Let's college go. basketball and some, co- and some college <laughs> basketball is and part some of college that. basketball too yes yes we yes love, it's crazy. Uh, we love all of those things uh with that boys good good job good luck with the underdogs thank you great work flash great work marcus we appreciate it thank you thank you
Yes, thank you. Do us a favor. Hit the like button. Make sure you hit the bell. Make sure you're subscribing here on BetUS TV. Get your own underdog picks in. If you get three correct, either college, NFL, or some combination, the first one of you that comments below and gets all three correct, you get merch from Three Dog Thursday. For now, we're good for another edition of the show. Gentlemen, good luck with the underdogs. Kevin, Alejandro, great job with producing Three Dog Thursday. I'm TJ Reeves. Viva la underdogs on Three Dog Thursday. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go.